Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about the newest, or yeah, this is the newest Marvel movie, isn't it? It is. It sure is, okay. buddy. The Marvels that came out, um, I believe in November. Is that when it came out? Um, before, that, before November? Yeah, okay. not too long ago. Um, we have the collection of many different Marvel pieces of media that have come out over the last several years just kind of conglomerating into a movie um so that's pretty cool yeah i mean uh marvel's been been a crossing over their their shows with their movies and stuff so that's been a very fun um november and, uh, 10th that's when it came yeah, out that's what november it says 10th all right yeah. Um, so in this movie, we've got uh, Kamala Khan and mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, obviously. And uh, who's the Rambo? Uh, Just Monica, Monica Rambo. Rambo. Yes. Which is in the first, uh, the first Captain Marvel movie with Jess Bray Larson and Samuel L. Jackson. That takes place in the 90s. She goes back down. She goes down to Earth. And originally, I think she's like a fighter pilot. And her best friend is um, the mother of Monica Rambeau. Who is also in this movie. In like the flashbacks and everything. Which it's... Who is that actress? I recognize her from other things as well. Yeah, I mean, and then not in flashbacks. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty big um, coming out at the end there, which I, you know what? Let's just wait till we talk about that because I really, I <laughs> have some thoughts about that. I do have some thoughts uh, about that, but. And then so... we do meet Monica again in the WandaVision show. That's where she gets her powers. She goes through the force field that wanda has set up around the town and um that is how she gets her powers latasha lynch that's who it is and remember she was fantastic in the woman king do you remember how much we loved her in that oh yeah 
Oh, yeah. So. So good. She is. So good. Yeah. And she in, in the original Catherine Martin was Maria Rambo, But we know that she has since died. And we know that because WandaVision, right? Um, Monica is introduced to us in that. And she blipped and then came back and her mom had died of cancer. So. It's pretty sad. Very sad. Just. Oh, God, just the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. I mean, a lot of bad things happen to people during the blip, but but gosh, to come back and just have your mother be gone, that's just, that's, that's really, that's really sad. It is, it is. Um, so her, her backstory, so they kind of do this weird thing with the three of them where they use Cree technology to, like, go through each other's memories, and that's how they get to know each other i think a little bit better and kind of understand each other without having to like actually have a conversation about it (laughs) well sure if we're gonna get technical about it (laughs) yes that was definitely a strategy to get these three together um because they really they really do little to no talking and when they are talking it's bickering or arguing Mm -hmm. um so that's that's definitely a thing that happens. Um and we have but, uh, uh Kamala obviously from her show and her whole entire family is in this movie which is just wonderful because they are just a colorful cast of characters who are just hilarious especially her mother who I remember talking about in the first when we talked about um Ms. Marvel and just like how funny she is. She's a great actress and they're just adorable. I love them. Yeah. The the family dynamic and the family chemistry in um the Miss Marvel show was so good. It was definitely one of the like the highlights of that show. Um the, I remember the ending getting a little convoluted and kind of coming out of nowhere, but um <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you know, it it was a vibe. It was a vibe and I was here for it. So, um, yeah, and I would say that this movie was also a vibe. Like, I liked that it was, th- this is this is what I have to say about this. Okay, seriously, I've been thinking about this for a while. So You sent a text to me earlier today, and, when, <laughs> and, I, and I, it made me question whether you liked this movie or not. And I was like, oh, is that, is that how it's going to be? <laughs> Um, I think I did like this movie. I would say that I liked it a whole lot more than the Ant-Man movie, which was the previous one. Um, so much more. The last Ant-Man movie? Yes. Like... That one was a hot mess. This Um, was a fun movie. This was just a lot of fun stuff. So, like, I cannot be angry at that. Like, (laughs) to me, it was exactly what it needed to be, which Carol is the strongest Avenger, like... She has unlimited power. She clearly, she actually has like the power of the sun within her, right? So it's like she honestly could defeat any bad guy on brute, brute strength if she wanted to. And so mm-hmm. I liked that they mm-hmm. didn't even, that was not the problem. Like the, the problem wasn't like fighting a big dude or all of his cronies. It was yeah. like, oh, you fucked up, Carol, and you need to fix it. Because you've doomed, like, an entire planet of people, and (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you need to face what you've done, (laughs) and also, 
like that's going to have repercussions of the entire galaxy, right? And so involving the other two to be your support um, really helps her have that perspective. She doesn't really have that perspective when she starts that she could be the one to try to fix something that she had previously fucked up. And she just kind of like nopes out of every situation. She's like, no, you know, what she did with the Kree was she came down, she took their overlord out, and then she left a power vacuum. And then it destroyed their entire son. And it was like, okay, well, you you fucked that up there, Carol. You need to, like, replace it with something. You know, you need to start a democracy or whatever. I don't know. Like, it, it's just like, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like she's playing God, right? So... That's what I liked that we had that introduction of of Zawe Ashton as as Star Ben, you know. Yeah, and it's such a great character dynamic where we have, like you were saying, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, is this all powerful being, and usually when we have these types of beings, sometimes we think they can do no wrong, but mm-hmm. to be able to have Carol have flaws and to have done wrong and to be trying to right her wrongs is is a very great side of a character to see. That they're not perfect, even though they're this super powerful being that should be able to just do anything and everything and fix anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I like, and I want to bring up just the Captain Marvel movies in general. Like, I felt like this, this movie felt very consistent with her first movie. Like, yes, we kind of see more aliens. We kind of see, well, I mean, we saw the, the, the Kree and the scrolls in the first one yeah but like but like you know this one seems a bit more this one seems like it's going out further like we're like we're expanding more um but like both captain marvel movies seem i i don't know the the exact word to say but maybe like humbling like they're so they're so simplistic kind of like mm-hmm. in in what they're about but we're dealing with like very complex things like the Cree that mm-hmm. they take over, they take over um, uh, species of aliens. Like they yeah. kind of take them over and, and, and bring them into their culture and their um, yeah, subjugate uh, them, society. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Subjugate them. And, but it's just like, and you have this super powerful being there could, there could be like more action and just more drama and more, just like more, more, but there isn't. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're very, they feel like simple, simplistic, like humble movies to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the first one. If I'm one, making any sense at all. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and it also, like, the first one was very grounded because it was in the 90s. So it was like. Yes. You know, and, and there was a lot of, like, <laughs> flying involved and, and not as much um, CGI, whereas this one was, like, entirely CGI. So, <laughs> I, you know. I think when we're we're in this era, like, what kind of stories are we going to be telling with our characters that only involve our characters? And like you said, like, this one particularly is about Carol and also about, um, you know, the fact that the the scrolls are still um, displaced and they're still dealing with that. And, you know, what the kind of future of the Avengers may kind of look like slightly it's it's definitely like adjusting it's not really the same and people don't need the same things anymore so um 
it's good. I like I like that about it. Also, the CGI aspect of it felt like definitely less intrusive and horrible like the Ant-Man one did. But, you know, it would have been nice if they were in, le- like, slightly less CGI-feeling places all the time. Like, I don't know. The only one that really didn't feel so bad was obviously that singing planet. Yeah, that one felt like an actual set. And, like, and they they set people... I mean, a lot of the cats ended up looking kind of kind of <sighs> clunky they did. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, And maybe some of the some of the parts in space with all of the the warp the um time jumps warp mm-hmm. jumps whatever mm-hmm. they were called those things yeah which is good because they use those in um guardians of the galaxy too so it was kind of like good that that's that oh that's how we travel like that's i'm glad that, <laughs> that it's it's being used in other you know pieces of media because it really wasn't as prominent really in any of the other movies no, it definitely was not brought up until, until like yeah, the guard like the second Guardians movie I think is when mm-hmm. they go through one. Yeah, and then and then yeah, and then and then I don't think there was a mention of one until this movie. I think that like when the Guardians maybe probably picked up, um, or when Carol got, uh, in in Endgame when she got a uh, Tony from space, mm. they probably used that. But you know, also at the end of the movie when Carol is racing towards Monica to try and like get her from that big old space rip time rip thing. She's going, she's flying as fast as she can, but like Carol can fly like really, really fast. Like she can get across the galaxy. Like she can fly at like the speed of sound. I I know. So how does she not get to her fast enough? Like that doesn't really make sense to me. It wasn't that far away. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a very, it was a very, like, like, close, like, it it closed and then she was there. So, like, I, maybe it was just, you know, it was just timing. I mean, Mm. it did take her a minute to be like, oh no, Monica's not going to come back. Well, which I figured was the, what, because she said when they were, the three of them were planning it out and they were like, okay, we got to close it. We got to close it from the other side. And I was like, oh, so she's going to get stuck over there. Like, I thought that that was what we all agreed upon before they went and actually did this I thought thing. that was part three of, of said plan. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, then obviously she's going to get out. She's going to get stuck because how are you supposed to close it on one side and get through? That's not, you got to be on the whole side. You got to close it the entire time. Like that's how it works. <laughs> right. Especially how she had to close it. She kind of had to close it like, like a door. And she yeah. Had to pull the pieces because they were falling forward and she mm-hmm. had to pull them back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was something. Um, what exactly is Monica's power? So they they, they try to explain it. Like yeah. the reason their powers uh, got got uh, tangled is because they all have powers that have to do with light. Yeah. So we have Captain Marvel who can just shoot beams of light out of herself, mm-hmm. um, like the sun just like the sun and then we have kamala that can um uh like morph it into shapes like she can solidify light um Mm -hmm. 
Pretty and cool. What, and, and Monica can, like, turn invisible. She can, like, use yeah. light to turn herself invisible and she could fly by using light she can i yeah um i don't think it's really explained other than in techno made up <clears throat> drabble so what's her what's her superhero name let's see monica well they wanted to call her uh, like just marvel or something but like she has like an electrical aspect to her which brings me back to so in WandaVision, Monica walks through the, like, very thick wall of the illusion that the witch, Scarlet Witch, has made. And eventually becomes, like, all kind of staticky and her eyes get all blue. And, you know, she walks through this thing. And I'm pretty sure that I talked about this in our WandaVision episode all those years ago. But... I was, like, convinced that she was going to be an X-Men out of this situation and that the X-Men were going to come from their DNA being changed by the Scarlet Witch somehow, right? Which mm-hmm. is what the X-Men, mm-hmm. they are just, they're mutants, so <clears throat> yeah. they, they're they they're changed in some way and therefore they have different powers, right? All of them are different. And Storm is somebody who can pull static electricity out of the sky and create you know, storms and things and lightning and stuff like that. And it's pretty much the same as what Monica can do. And Mm. she lands in that universe at the end. Again, spoiler, where we see Beast and then her not-mom as a different character. Her, uh, Her other universe mom. As binary. But it's, but it's like Literally, they brought back Kelsey Grammer from the, like, X-Men universe movies to be Beast, which is just, honestly, truly, like, fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. oh. when, it, when, when was he also, when, when were they also Beast in another movie? Well, uh, they were Beast in, like, the other X-Men movies. X-Men Last okay. Stand. Um Okay, I I haven't seen any of those. Oh, well, then how would you know? I wouldn't. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, yes. they. So they first came up. They were in the... Which X-Men did they show up in first? Oh, wait. I have seen, like, like, the older ones. I've seen some of the older ones. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're talking about. There's only... There are the new ones, too. Like, the new X-Men. The like, remakes. the ones after... The oh, 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 you mean, like, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. after the the first, like, the one with, with Jennifer Lawrence in it and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those ones. For sure, for sure. Um, I think he was in... Why, why isn't it showing up in... Oh, is this, is this is producer, not actor. Duh. Okay. I'm going. I am going. Let's see. He was in Toy Story 2. Okay. X-Men The Last Stand in 2006. Okay. And then X-Men Days of Future Past. 
Oh. In 2014. Yeah, that's the new one, isn't it? One of the new ones. Days of Future Past. That sounds familiar. That, yeah, that looks, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I think that he was just like a cameo in that. Because Mm -hmm. the younger beast is played by, what's his name? From that movie we just watched. The Renfield movie. <laughs> oh, uh, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, yes. Because he is also Beast. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, so that's what I that's what I was initially going to think. And also they used the same, in, in WandaVision, they used the actor who plays... Um, Maximoff's her her twin brother, but he's played by um Oh, the 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 new the um the one who's in the new movies yeah. as Quicksilver. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> literally P, uh, starts with a P Pete? Uh, no Evan? Evan Evan Peters. Evan Peters <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. This is like when you were trying to remember Rufus Sewell's name and then you just blasted it out like hours later texted me. We remembered Rufus Sewell's name, everybody. Okay. Um literally literally hours so many hours later. It was like nighttime when I eventually remembered. Um So what else? Okay, let's talk about the singing planet because um mm. that was that was an absolute joy. Yeah. It sure to was. To watch. Yeah. Um, and not to mention Prince, what's his name? Oh, I knew you were going to love him. Prince, um, hey, who are you? <laughs> Prince Jan. Oh my gosh. I know. When he came out, this I, man. I actually like gasped because he was so gorgeous. I was like, oh, like that. <laughs> I was oh like, what God. in the fantasy K-drama is happening right now? <laughs> Absolutely <sighs> perfect. And she was the princess of the planet because she was technically married to him. Um, a marriage of convenience? A marriage Shut of convenience. Up. And, Shut up. But I, I do need th- fan fiction right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I do think that she is with Valkyrie, though. Like, those those two really had, like... A, oh, yeah, they definitely that had, scene a, they had was, a thing. They're they're together. They're together. I think it was heavily implied that they're together. Like there was definitely like some some magnetism. There was some tension. There was something there. Uh, There was a yeah 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 hundred percent. There was a there was a lingering look. There was like a longing stare. There was something there. It's great. No, it's it's fantastic. I was really excited to see her. She looked fantastic. I mean, every time you see her, but she's she was wearing like a suit. Oh my god, she's like you know. The king of Asgard, so. Oh, I, know, I love like, her. Her, like, kick-ass suits and just, she's so hot. I, she's she's too hot. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> she's too hot, I can't, I can't even right now. And like this guy, like Park, or Sojun so Park, who played Prince Yon. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. the fact that this, that this planet, <laughs> he's... He can speak multiple languages, and the multiple languages is yeah. singing his words and not singing. And her not words. singing, yeah. That was so funny. Uh, this movie yeah. just had like 
like it didn't have many like super funny moments, but no, when it did, yeah. like yeah. the the very few that it had, they were good. <laughs> All of the cats. There is a poster of just cats. There's goose in the front, and then just tons of cats all around goose <laughs> oh my gosh and the scene where like the people you just you have the intercom going and they're like let the cats eat you let them eat you <laughs> everybody's and everyone's running, running around screaming yeah. just terrified and it's just it's just this this horrifically hilarious scene of just these kittens running around and eating people and the, while so memories from cats was playing so yes. it was just <laughs> memories from cats with <laughs> I oh man. I really I like this movie a lot. Yeah. Like it's a fun a movie. It's it's a fun movie. And I really liked that all the leads were women. Like except for Nick Fury really. Like it's kind of like the like I don't know what what else I would want. They're all fantastic. Like all four leads. I love them. They're they go really well together. They're super girl power-y, you know. Um, Kamala is even cuter in this than she was in her show, I think. Um, and her family, too. I'd say, I'd say just as cute. I mean, she definitely felt um, just, like, consistent to her character in the show and and still very cute. I do, I do wish that we've maybe had a bit more time for the three to... To like have a have a moment together. I mean, their one moment together was a little traumatizing with the with the Cree device, <laughs> and yeah. and it wasn't even that. Well, but then they kind of had the cute little montage where they were like practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe just like one extra, one extra like scene because it was just it always felt so serious when when we had the three of them together because they had to be planning or training or um, dissecting their memories. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, it was and, fun, but the movie the movie was a good length. I I liked that it was a little bit on the shorter side, and it still felt like I wasn't miss like nothing too important was missing. Yeah, like you know, oh, we we really needed to have a scene for this or for that. Like it it really buttoned it up nicely with the length of time that it had, and it didn't feel too short, and it didn't feel like too long either. So that was. That's amazing. An hour and 45. That's crazy. Is this like the shortest Marvel movie ever? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's possible. It's not very long. I mean, I'll look it up. Let's see. It's bits barely longer than an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Shortest Marvel movie. The Marvels. Yeah, Emily. Wow. 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 It says... At a reported 105 minutes, The Marvels is the shortest movie in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Given the increasingly bloated lengths of recent movies, the short Marvel's runtime has become a recurring talking point about the film. Wow! Damn, damn I dude, you really got that. I I mean, it's 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 surprisingly short. Like that really that really shocked me because I was like, damn, these movies are usually on the verge of three hours. Um, so the other ones, uh, are the first Hulk movie, which, The Incredible Hulk, at one hour and 52 minutes. Thor The Dark World. Ed Ed Norton? Yeah. Thor The Dark World with also one hour and 52 minutes. Um, Thor, one hour and 54 minutes. Doctor Strange, one hour 55. 
and Ant-Man, one hour, 58 minutes. So this one is much shorter than than the other ones. Yeah. And that's crazy. Doctor Strange feels like a long movie. (laughs) It does. It does. Well, it's It's still two hours. Slow paced. Yeah. But like, but like the pacing, the pacing, I remember it kind of the pacing being a little slow. I still like the movie, but like, just, just saying this one, this one felt like it wasn't rushing, Mm -hmm. but it still felt like it wasn't lagging. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It, I think was less like, I don't know, like feel, I feel like the first one had a lot more like visual things to look at or like sense or like sit with like you know it just it kind of had more locations that felt like there was more stillness in it and mm-hmm. and that maybe could just be what i'm remembering but I, I definitely have not watched the first one in a long time so yeah it's been a it's been a minute it's been a minute for me as well <laughs> um but yeah i think for me, this this was a fun movie. I'm going to look at some trivia. Um, do we want to take a little break before I do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we are back. The first trivia is about how this is the shortest MCU film. Yup. <laughs> oh, I could have just looked at the <laughs> trivia. Um, Lashana Lynch, who plays Maria... Rambo is younger in real life than Tonya Paris. Tayona Paris, who the actress portraying her daughter. Wow, that's wild. But you know, they're supposed to be the same age, I guess. So wait, what? Like the the actress who plays um Monica is oh. older than the actress who plays Maria, but you know, they're they're supposed to be different, you know, generations, but right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, it says Carol Monica and Kamala switching places when they use their powers as an homage to Marvel's original Captain Marvel comic series from the sixties and seventies, in which Captain Marvel would swap places with his teen sidekick Rick Jones whenever he struck the nega bands on his wrists together. Oh. Oh, and so now in this one, Kamala does have both have both bangles well she gets but them she's in the movie she gets them yeah but she's not going to wear both of them because at the end of the movie she was still only wearing one yeah i mean i guess if she wore both then she could like bend time and space or whatever but wouldn't that mean that they could just get monica back right no yeah hmm. Okay. Uh, Nia DaCosta, who's the director of this, is the fourth woman to direct an MCU film after Anna Boden for the first Captain Marvel, Kate Shortland for Black Widow, and Chloe Zhao for Eternals. Um, I looked at other stuff Nia DaCosta directed and wrote, and she did recently that Candyman movie. That was supposed to be... Oh, the scary one? The scary one, yes. The remake of Candyman. So that looks pretty Ooh. good. I don't know about that. You know me in scary movies. Yeah, I mean, same. <laughs> um, I want to read this 
spoiler. This is a kind of a long one, but I think it's important. At the end, Ms. Marvel appears in Kate Bishop's apartment, asking if she thought she was the only kid superhero in the world. This mirrors Nick Fury appearing in Tony Stark's mansion at the end of Iron Man. She did. She then tells Kate she's putting together a team, a nod to the Young Avengers superhero group. It's also an apparent secondary nod to the scene from Hawkeye when Florence Pugh's Yelena also surprises Kate Bishop. Similarly, when Kamala only directly references Ant-Man's daughter in her chat with Kate as a fellow kid superhero, she's found in Saber's convert, Covert Files. Yelena herself is likely a contender as one of the characters in a future Young Avengers series, even if, like Kate, she's well into her 20s. And they are making that new show with Florence Pugh and also, like, the other people involved with, like, there's there's going to be, like, a new show that has to do with that. Thunderbolts. Is this the new, oh, is this the new, uh, of, like, the new, the young, the new Avengers, like, with Ironheart that's going to be in it or something? Is yes. Is that kind of where we're heading? We've got. Ant-Man's daughter is also a superhero? Uh, well, she was just in the chat, so I don't, I don't know. But the this Thunderbolts oh. show, I guess, or movie. I mean, well, Ant-Man's power is basically just his suit, so it's not like there's anything. Like, he's like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He just has a suit that does the powers, so I guess anyone could really have it. Um, okay. Okay. So, in this new Thunderbolts show movie, I don't know when it's coming out. But it's this cast is absolutely insane. I mean, it. I don't know if you. I gotta. I gotta tell you who. You need to tell me. I'm so out of the loop on everything Marvel. Like, you <sighs> need to just tell me. Okay, so Florence Pugh is in it as Yelena, obviously. Wyatt Russell as John Walker. Remember, he was in the uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. No, sorry, the Captain America and Winter Soldier show. Um. Uh. Oh, the evil Captain America? Oh, no. Yes. Wyatt. Yeah. The oh. the maligned Captain America yes. guy who wasn't really Captain America. He's just John Walker. Um, yeah. Olga Kuryenko, who's Antonia Drakov. Julia Louis-Dreyfus as mm-hmm. Valentina mm-hmm. Allegra de Fontaine, who is also in that Captain America. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Sebastian Stan coming back as Bucky. Ah, oh, Bucky. I love Bucky. Um, Hannah John Cammon as Ava Starr, who she was in the second Ant-Man movie. She was the baddie in that. Um, in the second Iron Man? Oh, wait, sorry. In second, the second Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yes. That was... Was that the person that was Ghost? Yes. Yes. I'm oh, like, wow, gosh. what a memory that you have. How am I... Don't say that. I'd have the worst memory. I don't know why I'm remembering all this right now. We've okay. also got going. David Harbour coming back as Alexei Shostakov. <laughs> you were about to say David Harbour coming back as Hellboy. <laughs> I was oh like, my nope, god, no. Wrong. Um, I just recently watched the first Hellboy movie, so that's why I'm thinking about character. that. Um, <laughs> then we have two Hellboy, Hellboy is a comic book character. Yes, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. We have two uh, additions yeah. to the cast, and they don't have who they are yet. Ayo Edabiri. Oh. And Stephen oh. Yoon. <laughs> oh. And then... I guess the the rounding out of this cast is Harrison Ford as Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. No. Yes. No. Yeah. 
This Try is, again. This is what the tagline is, which is exactly like the Suicide Squad. A group of supervillains okay. are recruited to go on missions for the government. No, this uh-huh. is going to be that. It's no. going to be that. It's going to be that. <sighs> is Saber... Is Saber like the new shield? Is yeah. that what that is? That, that's, okay. that's what it is, yeah. Was Saber... Was Saber brought up? When did Saber come in? When did... Oh, it's it was... Oh. Is this after, like, Civil War when Hydra basically took over S.H.I.E.L.D. or something? And then Saber had to come in? That makes well, sense. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Well, also, <clears throat> we have not watched the series Invasion yet on we have Disney+. Not. Plus. Secret, so, Secret Invasion. Secret yeah, Invasion. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't know what happens in that show at all. I have n- literally no concept of that show, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe watching that before watching this maybe would have been helpful. Maybe. I, I have see no, no, other than Nick Fury, no crossover at all. Like And the Skrulls. The Skrulls. Oh, they're in Secret Invasion? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that is that what that is? I don't Isn't know, it? but it didn't. I, I, all right, I don't know. Okay, we're 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 gonna talk about Secret Invasion at some point. We just haven't watched it. Um, so look out for that eventually. And <laughs> and Loki, Loki season, season two. two. <laughs> I yeah. just I I'm on episode two of of season two after my rewatch of season one. Um. Okay. So we'll get to that eventually as well. That's um, it for trivia. That's it for the trivia. Let me do these uh, plot keywords. Uh, we've got kitten, Marvel Comics, superhero, <laughs> sequel, heroine. I hero, love that hero, kitten hero. is the first one. Kitten. That is so <laughs> cute. I mean, I love it. I love it. Um, kitten. Just, just Okay. The, Wonderful. This movie got a 50 Metascore. With twenty three, which, is, which positive... is decent. Yeah, that's, that's a Guy Ritchie film. Yeah, a little, little, little low for a Guy Ritchie film, but it's a Guy Ritchie film. This got twenty three positive, twenty five mixed, and nine negative reviews. With Emily, the lowest being a zero. No. A oh my zero. god! All right, hold on. Can't. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Oh, are you there's serious? Some absolutely, like sick burns in in the these bottom liners that you have to say they're they're oh, insane. Really? Okay. All right. The New York Post gave it a zero. In order, bland, annoying, and misused. Oof. The Twenty Irish Times says. All involved deserve better. <laughs> wow. The Wall Street Journal 30 says, what can't they do? Profit properly craft a shot for one thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's let's take a step back here. All right. My goodness. Hmm. Okay. Uh, oh my god, I need to do the Roger Ebert one. Okay. 
It brings me absolutely no joy to report that The Marvels is terrible and the worst film yet in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm sure there is a worse one. I am sure. I am sure. And it is Ant-Man, the the most recent Ant-Man movie. Quantumania. (laughs) Ant-Man... Ant-Man 3, Electric Uh, Boogaloo. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, my Um, goodness. Okay, I'm going to read the 50 from Chicago Sun-Times. It says, The Marvels has kind of a 1990s B-movie vibe throughout and is neither as funny nor as engaging and warm as it tries to be. Despite the best efforts of the talented director, Nita Costa, and a a trio of gifted and enormously likable leads in Brie Larson, Tiona Paris, and Iman Vellani. That's nice. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with that too. Okay, people are just is is this the most memorable Marvel movie? Probably not, but like, but like it was a I would watch this again. I would. Yeah, it, the the seventy five playlist says it's a solid aspirant crowd pleaser that may not reinvent the wheel, but it proudly boasts a good enough set of them and confidently stays on the tracks is part of my rewatch just so I can see Seo Joon Park again. Um, mm, that's maybe like the whole singing scene. It's maybe like 40% of it. <laughs> maybe you should watch a K-drama with him in it, dude. <gasps> oh my God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to find one right now and I'm going to tell you which one I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. You let me know, buddy. Uh, he's in Parasite. Um... Who is he in Parasite? Is he the brother? Uh, uh, Min. I don't. I don't remember who that was. Okay. Uh, okay. He, he's okay. He's in a lot of stuff. I'm probably gonna have to. You get, can't just pick one. Um. Okay. I feel like I've heard of what's wrong with Secretary Kim. I think I've heard of this one before. Um, oh yes, this poster looks very familiar. I gotta see. Uh, I think he is the brother in Parasite. Yeah, he he might. He I might. think he is. Yeah, he was great in that movie. So <laughs> they just really dolled him up in this in, in this Marvels movie, though. Like, because um, you know he's like he looks completely different than what he does look like in Parasite. So <laughs> I feel like I've also heard of Record of Youth. He had that long, luscious hair. Oh my god, this like poster of him for the movie is oh wow. The like the breeze is like going through his hair. It's amazing. Okay. I'll I'll have to get back to you because I don't know which one he's like the main character. Probably this one. There's yep. A- okay. It's it's what's wrong with Secretary Kim? That's gonna that, that's the one I'm gonna. That's watch. the one you're gonna watch. I love that. Yeah, he's I love he's, that he's a main he's a main character. He's on like he's the one of the top two. Okay. Oh, so that, okay. That's, that's what's gonna happen. Okay. okay. All right. Decided. <laughs> decided. Excited. Okay. Uh, I'll come back. I'll I'll give updates in the toppings. Okay. Um, you want to read the the ninety from Screen Rant? Yeah. 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 Sorry if you can hear my horrible uh, mouse scrolling. Mm. I don't think it's that loud. My mouse is very silent, so I'm pretty sure it's fine. Um, okay, Screen Rant 90. The Marvels is an uproariously fun and action-packed comic book movie that's made all the more delightful by the heartwarming dynamic of the leads. Dude, was that written yeah. by ChatGPT? My goodness. It's a horrible... 
Horrible blurb. I thought it was nice. There's no substance to that blurb at all. I'm going to read the Observer 88 as well. Uh, Here's the main thing you need to know about the Marvels, the 33rd movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes, continue. (laughs) Okay. It's fun. That shouldn't be uh, revelatory. Yes, yes, revelatory, since comic book movies are supposed to be uplifting blockbuster entertainment. But it's both a surprise and a relief that Nia DaCosta's MCU debut is genuinely enjoyable. A hundred percent. Honestly, there you go. it's more enjoyable than The Eternals. So. <sighs> Which, yes. I mean, enjoyable, yes. But was Eternals a vibe? Yes. <sighs> it, was a vibe. Vibe. it was I'm a vibe. It was a vibe. the vibes. <sighs> if it's got a good vibe, if it's got a vibe, it doesn't have to be a good vibe. <laughs> if it's just a vibe. <laughs> yeah. More than likely, I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think we're done now. Are we done? Is that it? Yeah. We done vibing? Yeah, we're done vibing. Vibing. All right. Um, That was the Marvels. If you haven't seen it and you don't really have anything else to do, watch it. Watch it, man. I mean, it's it's only an hour and 45 minutes. Just go fucking sit your ass down and watch it. Um... <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed that episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at all by the popcorn yeah, podcast at gmail.com. Yes, I did email. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I lost myself for a second. Um, <laughs> if you, <laughs> you want to follow our social media, We've got some of those. We've got Facebook <laughs> and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Yep. Just search All About the Popcorn or All About the Popcorn Podcast. And we have merch. So please check that out. It's almost the holidays. It's almost Christmas. Get your get your friend or family their favorite podcast merch. Um, I love how you say that every year. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally buy it any at any time, please. This <laughs> but... uh, this on our seventh year of this podcast, and it it's great. Use coupon code kitten to get ten dollars. No, there's no, no coupon codes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I'm sorry. We don't. We're not popular enough for that. Um. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.